Um, but Red Robin was the other. That's where this whole sorry we went on a great right. journey here yeah, to get okay. back to Red Robin on so, my sister's birthday. And when you um, go there tonight, maybe you'll have the onion. Rings. So when my I just was like, hey Andrea, you know, happy birthday. You know, what's the plans tonight? And she's like, oh, do you want to come join uh, join me at Red Robin? And I was like, well, I could take out two birds with one stone here. I could celebrate my Capricorn baby sister Andrea and. Check out these uh, Red Robin onion rings that everyone's been hyping so huge well, on my NW tweet. And I look forward to your follow-up tweet about how you know horrible and oh, terrible the ter- the yes. Robin the um uh sorry where are you going again going Red, Red Robin, Robin sorry yeah. how horrible the Red Robin onion rings are and how they don't deserve to be on the planet and how anybody who likes them is probably a subhuman. I'm looking oh, forward I to like that. that. Oh, I like that. Or I might if they're good. Um, just the worst, like self-degrading, which is like, I am such a piece of shit. I hate myself. That sounds good too. I like, so uh, yeah. we'll go, well, I haven't decided where we'll go yet. I have the onion ring first, okay. yeah. but it will be, uh, hyperbolic, like red hot fire, it must, whatever it is. Whatever it is, it has to be red hot fire and hyperbolic because you know, it's Twitter. It's so. Twitter and the And internet. I think, and I look forward to maybe having a, an onion ring debate, um, on debate club on our live radio program. Yeah, you know, okay, so maybe I'll hit DQ on the weekend as well. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Let's we can we can chat about that, that next AMW week. Maybe. By my mm-hmm. home, so. Uh, so today, the audio table of contents for episode ninety three, uh, entitled "Hallelujah Battle." We will have that battle. We're also we have a really cool story uh, that Jeremy you uh, found well, on CBC s- had it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You found on the CBC about a Vancouver musician who put out. Um, like a demo. A demo in the early 70s. In London, and, England. And was almost picked up by a huge musician's label at the time. Um, and anyway, it's it's a very cool story and how this music has resurfaced now, you know, almost, well, I guess 50 years later. Pretty close, yeah, 48. Um, yeah, and so that's very cool. But we will start off the podcast today uh, talking about a movie on Netflix, which is breaking all sorts of Netflix records. As Mother Mother doing a song called Love Stuck. Did you watch that new Leonardo DiCaprio movie yet that's super popular on Netflix? Like, Don't look up. Oh, yeah. Man, the hype is strong. It, it The hype is very strong. It's also more than Leonardo DiCaprio. It's Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet. Oh, right. I saw that floppy-haired uh, gem of a human being on the, <laughs> in, I think, one of the trailers. That cast is stacked. Yeah, it's a Netflix film. And it's apparent it's you know breaking Netflix streaming records. I apparently, think Netflix counterfeits money because they maybe. just spend money. They're incredible. Yeah, and apparently uh, the movie has been streamed for you know 152 million hours uh, between December 27th and January 2nd, which make which makes it the top globally viewed English language film in the Netflix's history. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they can like look at the GDP and see it go down because of everyone watching Netflix and not working. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it yet? I've seen the first third. Oh, right. yeah, we you got know. a half movie review from Kara. Yeah, and this uh, one's actually even just a third movie review. Oh, I didn't even first, make it to a half. First third, how are you feeling? First third, I'm enjoying it. Will you finish it? I think this weekend might be uh, when I watch the last two thirds of the film. I'm looking forward to that. Is it finish worthy? 
Uh, yes, it is. Although, uh, you know, I haven't been rushing to finish it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that being said, the first third was not bad. You Are the Best Thing by Ray LaMontagne. So good. Love that voice. Good morning. It's the early show with Karis and Jeremy. It's 710 on 1027 The Peak. We got a text from Curtis at 604-280-1027. We were talking about Don't Look Up, the new current Netflix film about an asteroid coming to Earth, going to you know destroy the planet, and uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters. So she's doing films again. She's, she was on for a bit. Yeah, she is She is back. I think she had a child. That'll do it. Yeah. I'm glad she's back. I love her. Exactly. And their characters in the film are, you know, trying to alert the world to this problem. Oh, no. I've only seen the first third of the film. So, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that the final two thirds will be good. Curtis texted us saying that Don't Look Up is a movie we've all seen before. It's called Armageddon. <laughs> and and I completely agree. I, that's how I felt the first little bit that I've watched. I keep, I'm hoping that in the final part of the film at some point they'll make some sort of reference to Armageddon or maybe, you know, Bruce Willis. I, I just, I'm really double crossing my fingers. I'm sure they probably won't. But in my mind, I I really, really deeply hope that they make some sort of reference to that classic 90s film because it's, you know, I mean, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Even when the credits roll, if Chantel Kravyazic shows up with like, I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, we got a text here from, uh, who is it? Uh, Daryl really liked it. Daryl said, uh, what did he say? It's a great movie. It's super good. Uh, so that was, uh, don't look up. So good, funny, frightening, alarmingly realistic. Then we got this text from Mike saying, last time we were talking about movies, Bohemian Rhapsody and Rocket Man. That was on Tuesday. Um, he fell on black ice and broke the top of his shoulder. Oh, no. Wild. Oh, well, dear. Hopefully you're doing okay, Mike. That is out of control. And we also got a text from somebody saying, I'm listening to you right now. I was wondering if you can give a shout out to Lockie's crew at Sierra in Langley. Absolutely. Yeah. No, God. No, I, well, I'm going to shout them out. You no, don't no, have to. No, okay. God, no. Hey, shout out. What? What? what is that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the speed is of the essence. Chris, you remember the story from a while ago? It was about this like singer named uh, Rodriguez, and he had this song. It was like Sugar Man. I think it was a documentary kind of by the same name. this documentary that came out a while ago about this dude named Rodriguez from South Africa who gets like discovered years later like he just he existed he put out some records went away and then they make this documentary um, about this guy Rodriguez and he's like oh yeah for yeah these great records that weren't appreciated at the time and I was like oh that's cool we got our own Canadian version that I was reading about in the CBC the other day in 1972 this guy um, is traveling um, on a train, and he's from Vancouver. I think what's his name? O'Kane was it? Andrew O'Kane, something like that. Dwayne uh, O'Kane. Sorry, Dwayne O'Kane um, is traveling on a train. 
through the Rocky Mountains, and there's this British guy, and he's playing, uh, you know, a song on his guitar. I think it was like, Nights in White Satin, Moody Blues. And he's like, cool, this guy's my kindred spirit. They're in their early 20s, you know, hippie hangovers. So they become buds, and turn out they have like a musical kind of connection and vibe. So Dwayne and this other woman from Vancouver, they move to London, England to record a demo. So it's with uh, this guy that they met on the train. Yeah, Dwayne O'Kane moves over. He moves over with uh, I can't find her name right now. Um, they move to the UK and they record a demo, and the demo does pretty good. They print ninety nine copies. They pass it around London, England, in nineteen seventy three. Um, it gets picked up by the BBC. John Peel, a legend in broadcasting, phones them at their flat in London. They're in the, like Nottingham Hill area, and is like, I love it. You guys are going to be huge. I'm going to pass it on to my butt. Sir Elton John gets signed almost by their label. Almost. Wow. Almost. Okay. In that month, the pressure of the almost insane success of this band causes them to break up. <gasps> oh, no. Really? Yes. Crazy story. So um, the woman that traveled also from Vancouver, she sings a lot on the record. Oh, God, what is her name? Uh, Piling. Oh, Lorraine Piling. She gets homesick for Vancouver, moves home. Dwayne follows her about a month after. He does some other bands. Nothing super crazy happens from it. Those 99 demos, what happens to them? Scattered to the winds of time. It was 1972. It's like a demo from a band called Cat's Eye. Fast forward to a few years ago, some music historians at a thrift shop in rural Alberta and just sees this like record that just says Cat's Eye has almost no information on it. He drops the needle on this record and is like, you know what? This is kind of interesting. This is cool. I've never heard of this band Cat's Eye before. Great oh, 70s vibe. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling Hippie hangover there. A little psychedelic feels. So this music historian's like, this is pretty cool. He finds Dwayne, finds Lorraine, finds all of these couple British people involved in this demo as well. So they gave it a proper release for the first time ever. So it's actually been released now. Yeah, so I'm listening to it. This is on Bandcamp. Okay. And a vinyl... Uh, a vinyl pressing is going to happen. You'll be able to buy Cat's Eye from <laughs> London, England, and Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Almost signed by Elton John. Almost. <laughs> never. So wild. Never give up on art. Art yeah. lives forever. Art yeah. never dies, Jeremy. This is so cool. Anyway, the band's called Cat's Eye. If you want to check it out and you're into that kind of folky 70s, late 60s thing. At one point in the song, she's like, to live, to laugh. And I was waiting for her to say to, to love, love and think, did Lorraine invent that saying? Live, laugh, love. Almost. But right at the end, she changes it. But the song is called Love. What? That's July Talk to and Beck and Call. Sorry, I was talking about Rodriguez at the beginning of our Cat's Eye story. Yeah. Right? So Cat's Eye was a band from London, England that was uh, two Vancouverites, Dwayne and Lorraine, and then a couple British guys. They made a demo, almost got signed by Elton John, imploded before it ever got huge. Here we are in 
today, and the record's finally getting released. Awesome story. And it reminded me of this uh, documentary I remember watching about this guy named Rodriguez. I said he was from South Africa. I got it backwards. Carolina texted and thank you. Uh, I was only half remembering. Rodriguez was from Detroit. Got huge in South Africa, disappeared and lived most of his life in obscure or, you know, relative obscurity in Detroit. And then there was a documentary in 2012 that came out called Searching for Sugar Man. That's what I watched. And it's awesome, too. Like, if you're into that, it's just it's so wild. The story of Rodriguez is wild as well. Uh, So check that out. Searching for Sugar Man is the name of that documentary. That same set. You're getting you're getting some. If you love your 70s vibes, man. That check that out. Rodriguez is going to you are. Got to marinate in it. <laughs> the Sheepdogs on 1027 The Peak keep on loving you. Good morning. It's the early show with Karison Jeremy 829. It looks like uh, weather-wise today it's going to be 3 degrees probably um, maybe even a mix of sun and cloud at some point later today and then tonight maybe a little bit more precipitation. Um, but then afterwards, we get into a real warming trend starting on Sunday. How about this one? Tony Cornell, daughter of um, Chris Cornell, is showing up on uh, Instagram with her cover of Hallelujah. Sounds pretty good. She's played it before. I saw in the comments. People were like, oh, I remember the time you did it with, uh, I don't know, some like boy band. And they were like, oh, so good. Um, so here. She tied you to Tony Cornell. So this is Chris Chris Cornell's yeah, Vic, daughter. And Vicky Cornell, yeah. Sound pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that does sound good. Um, I mean, Hallelujah is quite a song. It's quite a I song. I mean, congratulations, Leonard Cohen. That's, I mean, wow. It's an amazing song, and you don't just bang that out. Like, you gotta, no. you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah, you gotta know what you're doing. And I, for me, really, Katie Lang at the Olympics 2010 in Vancouver at, at the opening ceremony for me, I think was peak hallelujah. Oh wow. This this is that. Hallelujah. And all like the entire place was just little lights. Hallelujah. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and it looked really spectacular hallelujah. as well. It's so simple, but really hallelujah. beautiful. What? Oh, Katie Lang. I just gave him a goosebumps again. Yeah, did that just happen? Yeah, yeah. And we got headphones on. I was like, that is absolutely perfect. I just want to listen to all Hallelujah covers. Yeah, all day. We got the text after Jeff Buckley. Yeah. I think it was Chris maybe texted after. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to remember. And I mean, so many people have done it. There, There are lots of versions out there. Yeah, yeah. So... We should find a fourth, and then let's have a super battle royale. Best hallelujah, but onion ring style. Whatever one you vote for, you also then imply the other ones are terrible. Because that's how it works. That's the internet. That's the internet, that's opinions, and that's feelings about things. You're like, oh, you like Jeff Buckley the best? So you hate Katie Lang. (laughs) 
<laughs> they, like, I didn't. I I like them both. My yeah. heart is big enough to love two things. Exactly. I, I you know what both can be true, um, I, but I, I happen I, to like this one a bit more. I appreciate the seventeen-year-old daughter of a rock star's version as well. Yeah, like, you I like know, all three. I don't she, know. She did a very good job too. Can I also say the original by Leonard Cohen's all right? Yeah, sure. You know what? I mean, Leonard Cohen wrote it, so I think if we're going to have a battle royale, maybe he should be in there since he yeah. was the scribe. Oh, I kind of like that too. When you put the original in there and then they lose the vote. Oh God, that'd be delicious. Yeah. Although, I mean, I think, you know, I don't think Leonard Cohen would be super sad to know that the song that he wrote was then performed exquisitely, multiple times, you know, by by other singers. I think he'd be okay with that. Probably. You know. He'd probably be less okay with a couple chuckleheads on the radio. Like mocking it. We're not mocking. We love it. No, it's Sorry, an amazing song. Satirical pose. We actually don't believe those things we said. We're like, no, we can love them all. Yeah, we were just joking. All right, are we out? Yeah, we're out. Um, if you want to get in touch with us about anything, uh, about what your favorite Hallelujah cover is, about whether or not you like Lay's potato chips and you want us to somehow get you some, um, send us, uh, you can know, tweet us at any time at Jeremy underscore Baker or at Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S, hog, H-O-G-G. Right. Oh, and yesterday on the show we were like, on the podcast. Hey, remember, it's the worst day of weather in the history of the world. And that's so nice out today. It's beautiful. It's sunny and cloudy. It looks like it's a little windy, but the snow is rapidly melting. Not from the tippy top of the mountains because that's where it belongs. Yeah, no, we want this place is supposed to be a postcard. Yeah, it looks exactly. Like a postcard today. Yeah. So anyway, uh, not to make the rest of you guys jealous that are like, oh, I don't live in Vancouver, but. Today is the day where you should be jealous. That's pretty nice. All right, guys. We'll do this again uh, on Monday. Thanks for being part of the program. Bye. See ya.